Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Drama Llama Classroom Podcast. This is Mrs. Demboya and today we are going to be talking about Beowulf. So Beowulf is a British legend and it is an epic or a very long poem and it tells of the heroic deed. Now originally it seemed like it came from the Germanic world. Um, So basically the Germanic tribes spread throughout the lands um, of the North Sea and that region is Denmark, Sweden, and the British Isles. And therefore the author of Beowulf would have heard all these stories um, at his home in Britain. Now we don't know exactly who wrote Beowulf, but we also believe that it was written in Anglo-Saxon or Old English and between 700 and 800 AD. And then at about 1000 AD, Anglo-Saxon scribes produced a copy of the poem, and that's the one that still exists. Um, The copy is over a thousand years old, and it is now in the British Library in London. And Beowulf has had a huge impact on many, many different authors, including um, J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, You might be familiar with his work with Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. And that is just one of the many people that have been influenced by the stories of Beowulf in their own writing. So... Today we are going to get into the story of Beowulf. I am reading this to you in a more modernized version, so you don't have to struggle too much with the old English version of everything. Just to help with our reading comprehension skills with this a little bit. Um, So keep that in mind, you can follow along in your textbook or with the Beowulf um, graphic novel that I have uploaded to our website as well. Either one you can follow along with. And here we go. The Coming of Beowulf. Long ago, in the part of Sweden, then known as Eatland, there lived a great warrior called Beowulf. Legend tells that he had the strength of thirty men, and a brave and noble heart. When Beowulf heard of the terrible troubles in Denmark, he decided to help. Hrothgar, king of the Danes, was a friend of his father's. With his companions, Beowulf set sail across the cold North Sea. When they arrived at Denmark, they did not arrive unnoticed. Why do you come here? Uninvited and unannounced, wearing bright armor and sharp swords? We are loyal followers of Higlak, king of the Heats. I am Beowulf, son of Egithio, whose name is known in many lands. We come to be of service to your king, Rothgar, whom all known as valiant and generous man. Even across the sea we have heard stories of Herat and the wondrous mead hall Rothgar had built, and we have heard of the horrible darkness that has descended on that place. The Horror of Herat. This is the tale as it has come to us. When the great hall was first finished, it was a place of warmth and celebration. There, your king gave gifts of gold, rings, ornaments, and bracelets to his faithful men. But outside, in the shadows, there was one who hated the sound of men's joy and revelry. When all had fallen asleep, the creature crept up to the doors of Herat. The door was no barrier for the creature whose name we have heard is Grendel. As the drowsing warriors jumped to their feet, the monster snatched one up and swallowed him down. Before the others could do anything, he grabbed up a score of them and fled and was gone. For 12 long winters, every time someone dares to stay the night in Herod, the creature returns. So we have come from across the sea to lend our aid to end this Grendel's menace. By your words and your manner, I can see 
you are honorable men. I will guide you to Herat, great Rothgar's hall. Now I must leave you and return to my post to guard the shores. May God give his blessings to the task you have taken upon yourselves. I am Wolfgar, herald of Rothgar, and you must answer to me. Who are you that comes to the hall of Rothgar so boldly? Why are you here? I am Beowulf, son of Edgetheo, and I and those with me hold Hugliak of Yeetland as our king. As for our purpose, I will tell that to King Hrothgar myself. Like the watchman, the herald could see that the, Ye- that the Yeats were worthy of trust. Wait here, I will announce you to the king. Beowulf, you say? Son of Edgetheo? I knew him when he was a boy. I have heard he has grown into a mighty warrior. Bid them enter, so I can learn why he has come. Hail Rothgar, great and generous king. Welcome, Beowulf, son of my friend. Tales of your valor have arrived before you. Tell me, why have you come? To do battle with Grendel, to rid your great hall of the shadow looming over it. I have heard that the beast uses no weapons, so I will face Grendel with my own bare hands. But, should I fail and fall, I ask that you send back my armor to Huliak, my king. Long ago, when my brother was king, your father came here seeking refuge. He had to leave your homeland because of a field. When my brother died and I took the throne, I was able to set things right so he could return home. That was before I built this hall, before Grendel came and killed so many. Now that you have come, a great warrior, ready to slay the creature menacing my hall, we shall hold a feast in your honor and a toast to your bravery. One of Rothgar's thanes, called Unferth, was jealous of the honors heaped on Beowulf. So you're the great hero, come to save us. I wonder, are you the same Beowulf that lost a swimming match to Brekka? If you can't win a simple race, how is it you expect to defeat Grendel? It is true that Brekka reached the shore first, but only because I had to stop in the open waters and struggle against the sharp-toothed monsters that would have slain us both. It was good that I swam with a sword in my hand, but I've heard no tales at all of your prowess unfirthed except that you killed your own brother in a battle. My husband, I wish you joy and that our brave guests can rid our hall of the terror we have suffered. And you, Beowulf, I thank the Almighty for sending you here in answer to my prayers. After Beowulf had drunk deeply from the mead cup, Queen Wealthflo carried it to the others in the hall. Before we go to the safety of our sleeping chambers, I pray God will protect our guests and bless their efforts. Because the monster Grendel would have no armor, Beowulf swore he would wear none himself. Grendel Out in the darkness, Grendel was prowling. The sounds of celebration had reached his ears, out in the dark ferns that he called home. Hate filled his heart as he crept to the hall and hunger rumbled in his gut. Inside, the Geats slept and dreamed uneasy dreams, all but their leader. Once more, the door to Herod was crushed by the creature. In the blink of an eye, he grabbed up Hansio before the man could even raise his sword. Without a thought, Grendel pulled the man apart. Not satisfied with his slaughter, Grendel reached out once more. 
but this time he found no easy prey. Grendel did not fear the blades of Beowulf's men. He was enchanted so that no weapon could pierce his hide. But Beowulf's fierce determination and strength soon filled Grendel with fear. The timbers of the hall shook with the fury of their fight. With all his might, Grendel fought to free himself from the hero's hold. With one last desperate wrench, Grendel pulled away. <sighs> but Beowulf kept his grip. Grendel knew he could not live much longer. Still, he stumbled from the hall, hoping to reach home. When daylight came, news of Beowulf's victory brought men from near and far to see the truth for themselves. They followed Grendel's tracks from the hall, wondering where he had run to. Before long, they traced him to the end of his trail. Surely it is Grendel's foul blood that makes the waters bubble and steam. It must be, and losing so much, the monster must have died by now. They took back the news, cheering for Beowulf and singing songs of his courage. Still, Beowulf was not quite content. I had hoped to have the whole creature to show so you could be sure it was slain, but the wounded monster had fled to his lair. There is proof enough that Grendel has died. No living thing could survive such a wound. So I thank you, thank God, who sent you to free us from the grief Grendel brought on us. That night, the king gave Beowulf great gifts, horses and armor and shining iron-bound helm. The celebration lasted long into the night. Come, I will show you a chamber where you may rest more easily. With Grendel gone, there is no need for you here. A mother's revenge. That night, the doorway stood empty. Everyone thought the danger was gone. But when all were asleep, a shadow came creeping. Grendel's mother came seeking revenge for her son. She knew that her strength and battle skill were not as great as Grendel's. So she only snatched up one warrior and went on her way. The next morning, Herod mourned. His name was Ashishir. He was a good friend and a brave and faith faithful thane. It is my fault that he died. Over the years, many have seen two creatures stalking in the fogs of the fens. Grendel was one. The other, we guessed, was his mother. I should have known she would come, seeking vengeance for what you had done. Since it was my deed that brought her, it is up to me to hunt her down. I swear that I will. Then Beowulf and his men belted their blades over their bright armor and rode out to hunt the she-beast. With them went Hrothgar and some of his things. Into the lake Grendel's mother has gone. Into the lake I must follow. Shouldn't you shed your armor? It will make swimming harder. In a lake like this, there are surely a manner of foul serpents. My mail will keep me safe from their fangs. Then Unferth, ashamed of his insult to Beowulf, came forward. Wait! Let me offer you this. Its name is Runting. It is an old and famous blade. None who have borne it have ever failed in battle. I will do my best to bring it glory. Good King Rothgar, generous giver of the gifts, I ask that if I do not return, you send what you've given me to Hiliac, my king. Take care, too, of these friends who have followed me to your land. And then, Beowulf dove deep into dark waters. Beowulf was right about the sharp-toothed serpents, but his armor turned back their teeth. Finally, far below, he found the hole where Grendel's mother must have gone. His lungs burned for breath, but he swam on. And finally, he found air. And he found more than that, Grendel's mother. 
when she saw Beowulf, strong enough to swim down into her home. She knew he was the one who had killed her son. Even Runting, that sharpest of swords, could not harm her. Throwing the sword aside, Beowulf struggled to fend her off. Claws and tearing teeth. The hero was stronger, though. But the old she-beast was both quick and crafty. Though she was safe from sharp blades, she knew he was not. But again, his armor saved him. Then, the glint of a golden hilt caught his eye. It belonged to a mighty sword, forged by giants. Who knows how it had come there? In a moment, Beowulf snatched it from the wall. Grendel's mother knew that her enchantment would not stop the giant sword. Beowulf killed her, but her blood ate the blade. Then, Beowulf saw Grendel's body in the corner. Now I will have proof, real proof, that Grendel is dead. Beowulf hewed off his head. Grendel's blood was even fouler than his mother's. It burned the blade away. Thrusting Runting back into his belt, Beowulf took his prizes in hand to take back to the king. Look, look, Beowulf returns! And I bring treasures. One more gruesome than the other. Burdened with the monster skull, they headed home to Herod. With both monsters dead, the shadow of fear finally lifted forever from the hall. To you, King of the Danes, I give this ancient treasure as proof of my pledge. Both monsters lie dead, never to haunt this hall again. We give our thanks, Beowulf, greatest of heroes. You have done what we could not, freeing us from fear. May you live all your life with the same courage and good faith that you have shown here. With that, Beowulf turned his thoughts towards home. To you, Unferth, I give thanks for letting me borrow the great blade hunting. Though it could not wound Grendel's foul mother, it is still a wondrous war friend. And to you, Rothgar, I promise that if you ever need my help, you only have to send word. You have already done more than I can ever repay. I only hope that your own people realize your worth. If you outlive Uliak, and as his heir, the Yeats should choose no better king than you. Beowulf the King What Rothgar suggested did happen. Years later, when Beowulf got home, his king was impressed by his deeds and paid him great honor. When Huliak died, the people offered Beowulf the throne. He refused because Hereward, Huliak's son, was the rightful ruler. But when Huriord died too, Beowulf agreed to take the throne. He ruled for 50 winters and was a fine king. But then, a dragon began to ravage the land, though no one knew why. Beowulf was sure he must have angered the Almighty. How else could God allow such doom to fall upon his people? Knowing he must face the monster, Beowulf ordered a shield of iron forged for him. He knew a wooden shield could never stand against the dragon's fierce flame. But before he could do battle, he must first find the fiend. It was not long before one of Beowulf's thanes came forward to solve the mystery of the dragon's wrath. I was displeased with my servant here. He ran away to avoid my anger. As I fled, I came to an ancient barrow. Seeing the open archway, I slipped inside. What I saw took my breath away, twice over. The dragon was terrifying, but the treasure. Hoping to win forgiveness with a fabulous gift, I overcame my fear. I escaped, but when the dragon awoke, 
It must have seen the cup was gone. I was already far away. It could not find the cup or me. It, in its rage, it attacked all men who lived nearby. Once he learned where the servant sheltered, Beowulf set out with a band of warriors. He wished the companions who had faced Grendel with him were at his side, but none were left. If I could, I would face this monster with my bare hands as I did Grendel. But I know that there is no shame in needing sword, armor, and a shield against a dragon. I can see by the smoke that swirls from the door that this is the place of which the servant spoke. This task is mine, so you must wait for me here. This creature may kill me. Then again, maybe not. I have braved many battles. In my youth, I gave Grendel his death wound. Perhaps I will slay this serpent and return to you safely. The Dragon As Beowulf approached the archway, a wave of hot wind beat at his body. Wake, warm, and make war! Beowulf knew he could not face the fire for long. Beowulf's strength had always been too great for iron to withstand. Though his sword snapped, the hero held his ground. Seeing Beowulf in such danger, his men lost heart. Only Wiglaf, Hwosan's son, did not flee. Wait! We swore to Beowulf to stand by him! Ride, ride! If Beowulf cannot beat the beast, then none of us have a chance. The others may break their bond, but I will not. I have come, get king, to stand or fail at your side. Whoosh! Quickly, take shelter behind me. Just one step slower, and Wiglaf would have died that day. Beowulf's blade betray him once more. Though the monster had fallen, the king could see it still lived. With his last tread of strength, he made sure it would not survive. For the dragon's fangs were full of poison, and it began to boil in Beowulf's blood. He knew he had not long to live. I only wish I had a son, so I could send my sword and armor to him. But my life was long, and I ruled well. Faithful Wiglaf, we brought the horde bravery and blood. It will ease my passing to look on it, bring it out where I can see. Quickly as he could, Wiglaf did what his king commanded, but even victory and treasure could not ease his heavy heart. Brave Wiglaf, I beg you take my throne and lead my people. Not far from here, I can hear the sea crashing on the shore. Raise a barrow there for me. Ugh. Put my ashes inside, along with the share of the dragon's hoard. When men look on Beowulf's barrow, they will remember. The Funeral of Beowulf Wiglaf did as Beowulf asked, so that all who saw the barrow would remember the great deeds of the hero. Beowulf's legend has lasted down through the ages to this day. The end. What do you think, Apollo? Good. Um, the blood dragons. Good job. All right, so that ends our story of Beowulf, along with the help from Apollo with his dragon sound effects for us. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this and I hope we have great discussions about this and our upcoming story about Yasuki, the African Samurai. So keep in mind everything that we've read. Be sure that you are working on your own hero story that we have um, put in the assessments area. 
And remember to also do your own Beowulf boast. If you have any questions, let me know. And this has been the wrap-up of Beowulf Monster Slayer, a British legend.